And welcome to the next episode of the Shindig Shed Podcast. With your good old host, Will. And Luke, a.k.a. the Digital Nomad Guy. Sorry, I'm just in the middle of doing something right now. Jackson's, uh, he's doing something on his uh, computer Dora. Um, well, it's really my wife's laptop, really. Uh, that's right, he, he stole his wife's laptop. Is she upset about that? Does she not like the fact that you've uh, commandeered mm-hmm. her laptop? Well, I did technically buy it for her for Christmas, so. Yeah, that's how it works. Huh? You buy it, then uh, yeah, you got This sucker has had its fair share crap happen to it, like last night, kind of shut down on us. Well, it is a Windows device. No, it's an HP. HP is a sucky brand. Well, it, but it's a Windows-based operating system. I got a Mac over here, so. <clears throat> yeah, well, my Windows in my basement don't have any of the issues that this laptop has. Insane. Yeah, well, when it comes to technology, man, every once in a while you get a lemon. It, I mean, it can happen with vehicles too. I mean, don't you have a you have a white vehicle that's been? Well, I mean, I would consider it a lemon because you've had so many issues with it, right? Yeah, but I've practically almost had everything replaced it too. So, yeah. right. But I mean, right, it's uh, man, what's it doing right now though? You gonna get some use out of it here or what? Well, I would like to, but it's, it costs money, Luke. Like everything else around this world, costs true, money. very true. Money, such an evil evil thing it's not, i don't know how you see it as evil but well i mean it, it depends on how it's used i mean there are some greedy people out there that use it for evil purposes and uh, there are other people out there that use it for good purposes you know if you start a campaign or some type of nonprofit organization that's going to help kids find new homes that's a good way to use the money but if you're going to use money to run illegal drug trades and trafficking then that's obviously a not so good way to yeah didn't they say that money is so dirty that they can find trace of like heroin or or meth or something like that on it or, uh, yeah. or cocaine i think it was cocaine that's a possibility i mean money has been through many many people's hands you have no idea what's on them right no idea so in fact that's probably not something does your wife know about that because she's kind of like i wouldn't say a germaphobe but i feel like she i think she knows something of it okay we do watch that show called um Seized at the Border, which is a pretty interesting show. See, oh, that's right. Yeah, I did watch a couple episodes of that with you. Yeah, um, but anyway, we're gonna kind of move. We we're gonna move on to the topic of acorns because we uh, are in the well, almost the fall season here, and uh, where I'm located at, well, the, the backyard of uh, Sir Jackson's house, and uh, all day and all night for the pa- past how long do you say like a week now? Maybe a little longer than a week. I think it's been like it's the last couple weeks, dude. It's been doing it. A couple weeks, all right. What? Yeah, so the uh, the acorns. He has these huge oak trees that they're, tower above his home. They're white oak trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they just drop acorns all the time. That's all I hear during the day or during the night, especially nighttime when I'm sleeping. I just hear ting, 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 ting. You know, little acorns hitting my bus, and we just find it fascinating because this is the first the first year where they've actually fallen down like this before. Yeah, because it'd be like somebody would drop like give it a week. But man, this is just const- constantly. Hmm. I already got like what? How many buckets do I have there? I got two full buckets. They're like Menard buckets. Yeah, five. And I million. have, and I have another one that's being filled up over there right now. Yeah. So I, I still don't understand the purpose of uh, saving so many acorns. But you said you wanted to be like Apple or Johnny Appleseed. Well, you're supposed of... to if you leave. Right. You're supposed to spread them along, like just throw them out as you're driving. Just throw them out the window. See okay. if they germinate somewhere, or you know, if you stop and buy somewhere, just spread some acorns around. All right. I mean, I could potentially try to plant them on my we property. We could always use more know. trees, man. That's right. The world could always use another tree. Maybe, perhaps not another human, but a tree, yes. Uh, not nice. Was I, was I, 
Nice. <laughs> All right, perhaps that, yeah, a little... Uh, Human life is also important, my friend. You're right, you're right. Yeah. I was just joking Human around. life is actually a blessing. I know. You know, there's so many things that could have gone wrong with the Earth's development that we just ne- we never have existed. We just don't know. Right. True that. True that. So, we're trying to find some fun facts, perhaps, on acorns or... Perhaps maybe if somebody has actually died by getting hit with an acorn. Because as we're walking through his yard from time to time, I've got hit in the shoulder a couple times. I, think- I, I remember some kid was trying to bike. He got hit. In, I don't know if he got hit. I don't know where he got hit, but he's like, oh, my face. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was. I don't know if he was exaggerating, but. Nice. I've had acorns hit my windshield as I'm driving into my driveway. Uh, according to, uh, here's a little fun fact. I guess each acorn contains one or two oak seeds. One or two. Interesting. Yeah, look at that. In case the one doesn't make it. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, I feel like this is um, a good time for squirrels, too. I feel like squirrels are probably really confused But right they only now. eat like two to three acorns a day. <clears throat> right, and, yeah. And then they just store the rest. Yep. A lot of them, they just uh, dig in the ground, bury them, and bring them back when they need them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anywho, um, we were supposed to do this podcast a little earlier in the morning. It's currently 11 a.m. Yeah, I woke up at, like, what, 5.40 in the morning, and then I came out here around 7 o'clock. Yeah, and tapped on the window, and you were just still sleeping. Yeah, we kind of agreed that we were going to do the podcast at 7 in the morning, and my alarm didn't go off, so I just kept on sleeping. Yeah. That's all right, though. We're getting the podcast done right now, though. So, you know, no, no big deal, no big deal. All right, moving on to uh, survival prepping. I don't know why, but it's been something I've been fascinated for a long time with. And, I mean, I really haven't... Um, gotten into it very much i mean I, I don't have any storage or i haven't prepped at all but it's kind of fascinating to just learn about it and see what people are prepping for and seeing what items are best to be prepped and so forth uh mr jackson is this something you have any fascination with or any interest in i just want to have a bunch of uh i just want to buy a bunch of you know those cargo container things bury them under the ground like have the, like top the most top point of it be like I don't know ten feet in the ground, mm-hmm. but have all the other ones stacked on top, and that ha- that will have to be further under under the ground. That would be pretty rad, dude. That would just make some kind of underground uh, like maze type system. No, not really a maze. You know, just something for you know. So how would you get from floor to floor? Just have steps like a spiral staircase. No, because that'd be too hard some for some people. Uh, like elevator. Yeah. Elevator. Yeah. I think just regular staircase, dude. You okay. just go down one end. Down the other end, not a spiral. Okay. And then plus, if I want to put two, because cargo containers are pretty cheap. But mm. if I want to, I can have a whole two more just for storage alone. Right. Well, what's going to cost you the money? Is or somehow make a ventilation room in case I want to keep a generator down there. Mm. And just have a fan that blows all the exhaust out. Because think about it. If there's ever an apocalypse, people are going to be looking for resources. And if they hear anything... They're going to look for something, whatever it is. Even right. if it's a generator noise or whatnot. But if you're able to do that stuff underground, mm-hmm. somehow have it ventilated so no fumes is building up in there. Like, for instance, if you had two more cargo containers and you have a, a door that's sealable, kind of like what they use on, you know, cargo ships or something. Yep. Seal the door. So make sure you have wires or whatever it is from those generators sealed up, too, with silicone or whatever so no fumes comes through. Mm-hmm. But have some sort of ventilation that sucks out all the fumes out of there. Right. Some way of getting the fumes out because noise is noise reduction is going to be huge if be. anything happens. Because like I said, people are drawn to noises, and if they think that they're going to find something, they're probably going to raid the resources. Because remember, not everyone's going to be your friend. 
No. No, they won't. Because so, it's going to be everyone's everyone out, out for themselves out here when that stuff hits the fan. Yeah, I mean, there will be most likely a lot of people getting together and, like, claiming. Oh, yeah, they're probably, yeah, but, you know, you know don't, don't, don't get me wrong, there will probably be some good people out there, but when t- times get tough, you got to make decisions for yourself. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, I'm hoping next summer or at some point in time I can start prepping because I feel like it's uh, it, it's hard to say if something would happen, but it is nice to just have that, uh, the insurance or just the fact of knowing that you do have some some backup goods, whether it be weapons or food or alcohol, because I feel like that could be a commodity if times or if you know hit the shit hit the fan. Hey, look at that! We got another. Uh, you were Phil. Uh, used to, Phil. Uh, when he came into the restaurant all the time, he was our yeah. he was our supplier guy, mm-hmm. and he just liked the page. Oh, cool! Right yeah, on, man. We got another. Uh, we just created a Facebook page. For the Shindig Shed podcast, and right now Jackson's kind of going through and sending invites out, and it looks like we have our first. Uh, I've so far invited one fifty-seven. All right, right on. So yeah, we don't have a very. There's not a, see, I I know these names, but some of these like duplicate profiles, so it's like I can't invite all of them because I know they don't use it. Right. Yeah. Yep. So anywho, that's um, that's that. I don't know. This podcast, we're just gonna kind of kind of talk about a few random things. We still haven't caught our grounding yet. We haven't grounded ourselves to the podcast, so we don't really know exactly what uh, the podcast is or what it's gonna be about. We just kind of randomly. Yeah, there's some topics. names on here, man, that they just passed away earlier this year. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, when you get to our age, man, up in our thirties, yeah, that's but been... like, uh, but I knew I knew Megan Bannon since middle school, and she passed away just before Easter. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. And then Latina Millen, I knew her since fifth grade, elementary, mm-hmm. and she died a month before Megan did, because these two were besties. Okay. I had no idea she passed away until after I found out Megan was gone. So, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. And then here's, you know, here's another name. He used to be at the restaurant. He passed away. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, people come and go, man. You know, that's that's life. Unfortunately, your time will come too. My time will come. All of our times will come. At some point in time, we're gonna be buried, what, six, eight feet in the ground. I hope it's when it's my time. I hope it's friends leaning up their hand, like, "All right, time to go." That would be a nice way to go for sure. Mm-hmm. Just see friends that's long been passed, just seeing a hand come out. And, right. You know, you know, like, like what if what what if my buddy met? You know, it's like, "All right, come on, buddy." Yeah, there we go. Yeah. The stairway to heaven. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's walk up those steps. Take that elevator. All right. So we, we want to talk about. Uh, we could talk about some life hacks because I feel like life so hacks. Anyway, survival. Uh, prep. <clears throat> We're still talking about this. Um, we gotta have gotta have some way of having resources for water. Correct. Obviously. So what I was thinking is, if you're able to make a PVC tube somehow, layer some rock, or whatever, because rock could be like a natural filtration. Yep. Um. Um, yeah. Sorry, I got a little well, there are yeah natural filters. I there was a YouTube video I watched a while back, and the guy used a five-gallon bucket like what you have over there, and he filled like you know part of it up with uh like pebbles, part of it with sand, and he put something else in there too. I can't remember what it was, but he has different layers, and then the water just goes through, and then obviously filters out, and he put uh, a little homemade uh, spigot like on the bottom that you can just open up, and then the filtered water will just come right through it. So yeah, that's uh, 
that'd be one of the the best ways obviously to filter your own water you could buy a filtration system of sorts but you know people if you're on a budget of sort you know of sorts then it might be best just to use the five gallon bucket method but i mean water is obviously going to be uh, a factor uh, with survival prepping i mean the property that i bought out in arizona it's it's a desert wasteland so that's kind of a something that i'm going to definitely need and the plan that i have out there is just by harvesting rainwater because there are there's monsoon season out there it doesn't rain like it does in other states uh, there are a few months where it just rains a lot and then the rest of the year there's nothing so basically what i would have to do out there would uh, i'd have to collect the rainwater in big um, containers that i could either bury in the ground or have above ground so every time it rains i would collect that water by building like a large roof structure the water would hit the roof and roll down into like a gutter system and then didn't go down into the, the storage tanks. Yeah, so what I was thinking was <clears throat> you have some sort of funnel in the ground. Cause like I said, you got to be quiet and you got to be almost invisible. So building your structures in the ground is your best bet. Mm. So when you are digging this stuff down and you got to rebury it, maneuver the dirt to where if you have these multiple pipes, you want to have the ground where it funnels the water in, where it pulls water down into it. And then you have like maybe... What are those uh, blue tanks? Like, what are they? Fifty gallons a piece? Uh, I think it might be more. Maybe you know, hundred gallons, hundred and fifty gallons, maybe. The sure. big square ones with like. Well, no, the, I mean like the big blue round ones, because not everyone's gonna get those big. Oh, ones, the round you know ones. Like okay. the barrels, like right. you know those plastic ones. Yep. And then what you want to do is have them stacked up somewhere and have PVC tubing going through each one. But you're also gonna want want an overflow, in case you have get too much. Like there can be times where there's too much rain. Yep. Yep. And then so you gotta have some way of having an exit. Um, overflow or somehow have it drained down so but yeah it's you know they have something definitely because i've seen videos where they just have four barrels and it comes off of their uh their gutters mm -hmm. well what it does is it goes down they have another it kind of like turns into like a v shape so like when the rain's coming down and it still overflows it'll just spill of the other pipe and down into their gut into their drainage pipe from their gutters okay so huh. now what would you do about um you'd have to send up some set up some type of boundary right you'd probably you wouldn't want people on your property would you set up some well, kind of you're, like i said you have to be invisible almost because think about it people aren't gonna shit about boundaries you wouldn't set up any booby traps probably could but you're also if you also do that though think about it any kind of defense or strength you have is a double-edged sword you lay out traps someone hits it someone else is gonna know hey there's something around here right and they're gonna start looking around but i feel like you got to have some kind of uh i don't know if you set up cameras or something but you need to know if people are coming onto your property right like True. you need to have to have a heads cameras up would be nice but you have to remember though you gotta be invisible because like right. i said people are gonna look for resources and they're gonna get it no matter how they're gonna get it yeah even if they're gonna send in a bunch of group people mm -hmm. so like i said dig underground I don't care how deep you got to go. Make sure it's ventilated. Find some way of masking where anything is. Because like I said, no one's going to mow. It needs to be all overgrown. That's what we should do, man. We should. Uh, that's something that I would actually consider. I would like to do that over at Pop's Putting place. our money together. You and I put our money together and buy fucking, you know. Uh, well, I mentioned we buy some land around here. Right. I mean. Cause I'm like, not, I'm uh, not... like, like I said, like, like we can get 20 acres. Mm -hmm. 10 for me, 10 for you. We just had to buy it as a 20 acres or something, for example. Just right. buy it as 20 acres. You know, if you want to have animals on your side, go for it. If I want to do something on my side, I'll you know, do for it. Because when crap hits the fan, 
No one's going to care about property lines or anything else like that. Yeah. Like I said, borders oh. and fences, they're not going to care. They'll bash down that stuff. They see anything, they're going to, it's going to pique their interest. They'll think as much as you want to do, you want to be incognito, man. You don't want to draw any attention to where you're at. You just want people to be like, huh, there's nothing out here. I'll just keep going. But there's, but if there's like a booby trap, they'll be like, oh, wait, 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 wait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're like, there's something over here. Let's take a look. There might be something around here. Right, right. You know? So you got to be almost invisible, not draw attention to yourself at all, because you think, you know, people are bad now. <laughs> Wait till everything hits the fan. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think right now, what would be the best state to live in if, like, shit hit the fan? Because you want to obviously choose well, a state that's going to be better good for off. growing. Uh, but growing the thing is, though, I know, I, I know you're thinking like that, but you also have to remember, you got to stick with your family because... It's your family that's going to stick more together then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if you separate from them, dude, you're going to be alone out there. Yeah. And you ain't going to have any support. That's where all the adventures come in. If you're out there exploring by yourself, man. I know that, but Luke, you you have to think about people are going to be grouping together, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, it'd be pretty dangerous. It's going to be. That's why I said you got to get your guns. You got to have anything you can to survive. Yeah. And that means sticking together with families. Like if I get my in-laws... My grandparents, all of us, if we all group together, you know, because mm-hmm. both, you know, both our families can be pretty well well off there for a while. Yeah. My father-in-law knows how to build stuff. Uncle Rod knows how to, you know, dig stuff in the ground. Or your dad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you know, he dig, what, concrete and basement work for 15 years? Yeah, that he did. Yeah, I mean, uh, in judging by <clears throat> like past history, it looks as though I mean, even people say that they claim that there's an 80-year cycle for great wars in the U.S. So it's kind of like people say every 80 years a big war happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's probably gonna happen with China. So do you actually? Do you honestly think that we'll go into like a World War Three at some point? We might we might? It's the way the way little things are looking at right now. Uh, this is probably gonna go into the whole politics scheme of things. You know. Kind of been trying to stay out, but it's getting kind of harder and harder as we talk about stuff. Yeah. But uh, if we don't toughen on China, you know, it's gonna, it's all gonna, it's all, it's all gonna end badly because you know, they've been saying China's the threat, not Russia. Well, Russia became a threat because they just allied with China, and so did North Korea, and so are the Saudi Arabians. Mm. And now they're trying to get uh, access rights to. Uh, the cobalt mines in Africa, hmm. the Chinese are, and they're trying to uh, invade Taiwan. Now, what's in Taiwan? I don't know. All why. of our computer chips that we get for our vehicles, all of our computers, everything is manufactured over there. We need to start bringing that back here in this country. We need to start bringing all of our businesses back here, because uh, otherwise we're we're just we at a very bad disadvantage. I don't right. know why these companies ever decided like, oh hey, you just make this stuff overseas. You're just making the enemy stronger. Well, that just goes along with greed, man. And they just these people want more money. I know. I and mean, what sucks is this whole Timu thing that's going on right now. Everyone's ordering Timu and stuff. You see them all over the place. They're like some orange and white bags. The audience will know what I'm talking about because they're probably ordering it. And you probably sent you links to... What is it? Timu? Yeah. No idea. I've never heard of it. <clears throat> <clears throat> it's kind of like a Chinese version of Amazon. Oh, okay. I'll never order from it because the moment you register your information on it to buy stuff... The Chinese government's got it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. And that's now more important than ever right now to, you know, keep your identity and your stuff off the line. Right. 
And that kind of goes along with one of the topics that we wanted to bring up today was social media because that kind of has uh, yeah, it has disconnected with... the world so bad. Yep, and it's it's really changed um, people' well, childhood for younger the younger mm. generation, dude. Like it's really had a drastic change. Because I remember when you and I were kids, man, we spent most of our time playing outside. Oh right? yeah, I mean, I, we used to have used pops pool sticks. Remember with yeah. go karts jousting each other yeah, yeah oh man. he would be so mad because we, when we broke his pool sticks oh <laughs> man pop was like i can't remember what exactly he said but he was pretty ticked off man yeah i imagine so yeah all the stuff we pulled i'm surprised pop didn't want to beat us <laughs> yeah, kind of missed childhood a little bit to be honest back then where you didn't have a care in the world you didn't have bills I'm to just, pay i, you know? I was just glad that pop and grandma had all that land dude for us to run around and and the go-kart track him yeah, I was pretty grateful, man. I I love that go kart track. If I could do it again, I would try to mow that entire track out again. Try and buy our own go karts, but one seaters. You know, it sucks. I don't think we have any pictures or video footage at all of any of us like riding that go kart track, dude. You know what I mean? We don't. It's just all it's all in our memory, you know, in our in our heads. We don't have anything because yeah. you know how your mom is. <clears throat> oh, I don't want to be on camera. Oh, don't be taking pictures of me. Yeah, they would have been cool if well, I was. Well, kind of sucks is because if you don't get pictures of your family, you're. My daughter won't know, because like, what if they're all gone now? My daughter won't know who the, what they look like. Right. Great, I have some pictures from the wedding. Yeah. But that's it. Well, maybe it's a good thing that she doesn't like her pictures taken, because that means she has a blank slate online. I mean, you could probably search her well, online. You won't find anything. Well, no. Take pictures, but don't put them online. You don't have to have them online. Well, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I have a digital camera <laughs> that's not connected to the internet. We were just... Everly was just messing with it, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I just... Man, I would love to just get the whole one-seater go-kart dude, put, like, a bigger little go-kart engine on there, because the ones we have are, like, you know, child, yeah. and child engines. And, yeah. But but we were kids then, too. We were, like, what, 8 to about 15? Yeah. We tore yeah. those go-karts up, dude. Actually, Pop gave him to Matt. He gave him to him? What did Matt do with him? Uh, Matt was going to, I don't know if he ever got him running or anything, but Matt was supposed to uh, have his kids use him. Oh, right on. Huh. Matt had land out there, but now that he's gone, I don't know if. I don't know if they ever got finished, or I don't know anything about because once Pop gave it to him, I, I don't know. Dang. So, yeah. How much property did he, did he have out there? Do you know how many Matt, acres he had? I think Matt maybe had, I don't know, I'm, I would guess 40 acres. Okay. Nice. Don't quote me on it. He probably had a nice nice little location. Because I was man. only out there for so many times, you know. And did he I, have neighbors? Yeah, he has neighbors, but, you know, they were pretty far away. Okay. But uh, there that, that was some stuff. I didn't ask Matt, you know, because it's like, that's his privacy, that's, yeah. you know, Matt was a very private guy, mm. like, he wasn't into the whole online stuff either, Okay. but just recently I found a Facebook page with him on there, which kind of threw me off, because mm. last I knew, he, does, he doesn't, uh, he didn't do online. Well, maybe he got it after his uh, divorce or something, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, look right here, it says right here, Matt Knapp, yeah, right huh. here. Uh, I, I kind of blew me away, I was like, what? Huh. Did they show what's all that stuff there? Who posted all that? Yeah, Matt did, but these are the only photos he's got posted. So, oh, there's okay. nothing, but these are me. Okay, gotcha. Huh. Yeah, so he has no online presence because you can take as many pictures as you want. You just don't put them on the internet. Yeah. You know, not the whole world doesn't need to see what, what your family doesn't do. Right. But I mean, everybody has such a digital footprint these days. I mean, you can look back. Like, if I wanted to find well, something about else, it. they've been find... conditioned that way. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Because back when I was in high school, like, I remember there was some classmates like, oh, yeah, Facebook's better, MySpace, this and that. They were really pushing for that stuff. But 
the older generation, they didn't really get into it. So they don't have much of a footprint like mm-hmm. us do nowadays. Right. So. That's a big disadvantage for us, man. Because yeah, the the government or Big Brother or whoever's out there. Yeah, they speaking have a of which, like I even had some posts on here from 2018. What did it say here? I gotta go find. What's I'm saying nowadays? Apparently, man. they're removing posts and stuff. I was like, it's like who who goes back to 2018 and deletes stuff? Right. Huh. Well, they can. They can remove anything they want, man. You know. Why is there something in particular that you know that they removed from your profile? That's the thing. They don't show you what they took off. Okay. That's what's stupid. That's why, you know, Facebook is getting such bad rap because they've fallen into the government uh, bureaucracy here. Ever since when COVID came around, they said, oh, it's got 99% survivability rate. This and this and this. The vaccines, they're not, they don't stop transmission, which was proven to be true that it didn't. Mm-hmm. But Facebook here was taking that stuff down, saying, "Oh, it's uh, uh this has been uh, fact." Right here, look at this: false information found in your post by independent fact checkers. They even had someone that was like, um, they'll tell you, um, the independent fact checker right here says it was, you know, false. Mm-hmm. But yet, there was these one two fact checkers who says we've never even read that. We don't hmm. know what Facebook's talking about. I remember seeing that online somewhere. Anyways, share this on February, no, no, February, September 21st, 2023. So this is just fairly recent. It says, we added a notice to your post. But here's the thing, though. If they're adding notices on, on the post that I'm sharing that's already on Facebook, maybe Facebook needs to have a better vetting process mm-hmm. of what people post instead of hitting pages that share it when it's already in their system. Right. Yeah. That's why everyone's going to um, Trump's new me- uh, social media. Can't remember what it's called now. I had just seen it too, and there was another one called Rumble. Rumble, yeah, Rumble's pretty, another yep. one. Yep. Yeah, because uh, they don't put restrictions and stuff like that. Even when Elon Musk took over Twitter, mm-hmm. it's all free speech now. So there's n- there's nothing there. But everyone's like, oh my god, they're gonna start s- they're gonna start spewing hate and stuff. It's hate is how you perceive things. Think about that for a second. Oh, it's hate speech. No, it's speech that you don't like to listen that you're considering hateful. Mm-hmm. It's all in perception. Right. Because back in back when the Constitution was formed, right, you couldn't say anything against the crown. Think about that for a second. They would hang you or whatever. Mm-hmm. You couldn't protest nothing. Yeah. Why do you think the freedom of speech is in place to protect you? That's right. But what happens if we lose the Second Amendment? I don't know what happens. Mr. We Jackson. lose our First Amendment because that second one protects the first. Mm. Because, because, like I said, they, if, if they can silence you, dude, it's over. Seems like that's what they're trying to do. Polio elim- elimination. Dude. So, could you elaborate more on this? This what they what they what they did here? What exactly did they do? I don't know. I'm gonna take a look at the post here. See, let's see. Let me see the photo. Come on, let me see it. But you said they added what to it? They added a false information marker on it. Oh, okay. When people think the polio epidemic was caused by a virus. Oh, I see. Hang on. It says, oh, damn, see, I wish I could pause this thing, but I can't. Hmm. See why I see post. So that's just, a, it's a video that you shared. 
Mm-hmm. It's like a but it's already in the Facebook system. Right. And what's funny is, it says introduction. In the late 1800s, inorganic pesticides were used extensively to control pests in agriculture. This was, uh, this is like a newspaper article. Um, these natural chemicals, including arsenic, copper, lead, and sulfur, were mixed in varying formulations and were quite effective in controlling pests. Newly emerging pests and growing labor costs led to increased pesticide use by growers. Hmm. And it says lead arsenic was first used as an insecticide. Say the word right now. Insecticide? Yeah, insecticidal spray in 1892. That's 30 years after the Civil War. Against the gypsy moth. The gypsy moth, okay. In Massachusetts. Hmm. So, right. Then here's a report epidemics of polio in. See, the text on here is kind of small. But anyway, so they have uh, the year, location, causes, and deaths. 1841, they got uh, Louisiana marked in there. They got 1893, Boston, Massachusetts. Again, Massachusetts. <coughs> oh, man, excuse me. And then they have one that's in Vermont and other stuff in 1894, about a year later. They actually, I had a friend uh, was just talking about those gypsy moths the other day. Look, they even have this other stuff right here. They're showing all these different bags. Corona. And on the bottom, hmm. it says poison. Uh, what's that word? Physiolog- physiologic effects of arsenic exposure. Yep. Sensory effects, which is what everyone's having. Sensory, uh, autistic sensory overloads nowadays. Mm-hmm. Particularly painful I hate it when they use these big ass words. What the hell is this one? Um, Diacestesia? Yeah. Diacestesia? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Occur earlier and may predominate in moderate poisoning, whereas ascending weakness and paralysis may be evident in more severe poisoning. Hmm. Well, at least they're warning people, I guess. But Facebook said this is all false information. About, look at that. Because look at all the pictures of these guys spraying pesticides all over the place. Spraying the trees. Look at this. Spraying everything. Hmm. Spraying time will be will soon be here. here here's an article way back. <clears throat> yeah, they don't tell you the year in this article, but you can tell this is probably back in the 1800s. Yeah, it looks pretty <clears throat> old. It says, and as the season approaches, we cannot urge upon you too strongly the importance of spraying your orchards. We are so... I don't know if you said sale or soul. Representatives in Door in Door County for Sherlin Williams line of lime sulfur solution and arsenic of lead, and are prepared to take orders for anything you might want in this line. For full information and prices, call on or address the agent nearest to you. Bassett's Drugstore, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. See, arsenic, even in in a few hours after ingestion, may cause distinct uh, lesions of the spinal cord of the type known as acute central myelitis. I can't pronounce that word. Or acute poliomyelitis. I can't. I hate these words, man. 
tripped me up. But yeah, so they so basically this whole post shows you all these different articles and all these things that reporters have reported on and all these statistics, everything. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook marks it as uh, makes false it, yep. information. Yep, because apparently they're saying, oh, polio, whatever, isn't from the sprays. But yet, look at all this documentation right here. Yeah. Look at all this. Look at that spraying. Hell, even, they even said DEET back in the 60s. Hmm. Oh, it's not going to hurt you. It made roosters behave like hens. See, when polio epidemic was caused, was caused by a virus, like I said, this is why they... they they flagged it. Huh. See? Was due, is this polio elimination due to vaccination? Which is probably true, but it came about from the pesticide use. Hmm. Freaking dumbasses. You ever been in Facebook jail before? I've, uh, I've, seen, I've had a lot Dude, of friends go to Facebook jail. my account right now... Does it tell me? <clears throat> yeah, it's restricted. Account restricted. Restricted? What does that yeah. mean? Because apparently I post too many false stuff. Your mm. post, will, this is right here. Your post will be moved lower in newsfeed for at least ninety days. Ends. Wow. Mine ends on December nineteenth, twenty twenty three. That's ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Yeah. Because this stuff is already in their system. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But yet they want to flag me and restrict my account for sharing it. Yeah. So what you're saying is a lot of your posts aren't uh, they. You're sharing from other sources. Is that right? Yeah. What you're doing, you're just sharing from other Because the video and stuff is already on here. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hitting the share button, you know, spreading right. the word around. Huh. Because, yeah. you know, just there's been such a rise in, rise in all kinds of stuff because of stuff that they're putting in our foods. Mm-hmm. Well, you're sharing information that you're not supposed to be sharing. Apparently. I guess not. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, come on, social media, like, freedom of speech. This is the stuff that the Nazis did, dude, in Germany. Yeah. 1940s, but it was what they called controlled information. Now it's just called censorship. Oh, nope, can't talk about this. Just take it down. Yeah, because this is violating actually your First Amendment rights right now. The government getting involved with Facebook and all these other social media sites. Because you know that's what social media is supposed to be there for to connect people, mm-hmm. to share information. That's right. You know, but what they're doing here, they're eliminating information. That's no different than Nazi Germany. I don't care if it's considered hateful or misleading. Have the person choose what they want to, what kind of knowledge that they want to absorb. Yeah, that's our freedom. Don't take that from us. Because mm-hmm. the moment you start restricting information, it's just going to make people more curious about why they're trying to get rid of that information. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't really had <clears throat> had any luck with uh, just like this one. Look at this. I, I I had this one says what did he, what I said what did he say it's voluntary he was even this IRS guy admits taxes are voluntary I shit you not taxes are voluntary yeah I shit you not I gotta raise the volume on this huh I don't have my speaker anymore where's the volume at he said that the handling of those tax-exempt applications in that process at the IRS was outrageous and intolerable. This is about the um, IRS targeting of conservative groups mm-hmm. back in the day. Because there was stuff going on back then which IRS should not be targeting anybody. Technically, the whole damn thing is technically illegal. The IRS came about after the Great Depression. No excuse. And... As much as we know that the folks at IRS have a thankless job, 
because they have to go and tell their fellow Americans that they may be audited or they have to do this work understaffed. Uh, we have to maintain the confidence in the system because it's a voluntary system of... It's a voluntary system of... Payment of our taxes. Payment of our taxes. Hmm. Voluntary. Who's but yet, But yet, uh, Representative Xavier Bessera... He's from. Uh, he's a Democrat from California, thirty fourth district in Los Angeles. Huh. So he's a Democrat saying this. And so, you are right. It was a foolish mistake, but the president's even more correct that it was outrageous and intoler intolerable. So anyway, so that was about you know that was about targeting, but but what he said in that thing. It's like what? And he's a representative, and he's saying that taxes what are, are voluntary. Uh, what are the comments saying? Are, what's does uh, anybody saying anything in the comments? Like whether or not to. Well, apparently this whole thing is on Instagram. I can't see it. Oh, it's I don't, Instagram. I, I don't have an okay, Instagram gotcha. account. You do though. So if I was to share this to you, right, you get a look at it. But right. like I said, because now since Meta now contains Facebook and Instagram, I can still see all the reels that come from uh, come from Instagram. Yep. Yeah, they're kind of interesting. But yeah, it's crazy what goes on now. Hmm. That's why I'm saying. They haven't flagged this as false information, though, which is kind of funny. Yeah, maybe just, they just haven't got around to it yet. Nope. But yeah, that was, I shared out on July 25th. Huh. You got to stop sharing stuff. You got to stop sharing the truth, man. Facebook doesn't sorry, like it. Sorry, but the truth is the truth, man. <laughs> whether you like it or not, whether you want to hear it or not, whether you agree with it or not, the truth is the truth. Like this Andrew Tate guy, he's exposing everything. Check this out. Listen to what he says. Exposes everything about the Russell Brand allegations. When's the last time? Ah, crap. Russell Brand allegations. What if that's all about? And any of you at home have ever paid to watch the MSN? When's the last time you woke up? MSN is mainstream media. Like ABC, NBC, all them, all them guys. CNN, all them guys. So I really care what these people say. I'm going to give them my money. with each other, dude, and they're not supposed to be. The mainstream media is supposed to question the government, not work for the government. I'm sorry, I don't care if I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican. You side with the government at all. <laughs> you're not for the people, right? Because, like I said, the government works for us. The Constitution restricts the government. It doesn't restrict the people. It restricts the government. It tells them what they can and can't do. We yeah. as citizens can do whatever the hell we want. Now, except except murder, right? Yeah, don't go the, out there and murder. Yeah, that's just stupid. But yeah, so I'm just saying, it's just this. It, but it's just they condition you in all these schools, mostly public schools and stuff like that. Like, all oh, the Constitution protects your freedoms and protects your rights. Yeah, but it tells the government what they can't do. Mm -hmm. 
Well, after but they, but, uh, they, this... but, but they flip that narrative around, even with democracy, they're throwing that whole word out there. Like I seen a video on video on YouTube or something like that where it shows all the different little screens of all the local networks across the country. Lo- lo- local networks, not the national ones. Mm-hmm. All the local ones. And they're all saying it's a threat to our democracy. All of them. Because of what Trump was saying, all this. They're saying he was a threat to democracy. Mm-hmm. We are not a democracy. What are we? We are a... You don't know. A republic? What kind of republic? Democratic republic. No. A... I don't know. We are a constitutional republic. Constitutional big republic. Big story. Or big difference between democracy and constitutional republic. I'm going to Because the, the constitution protects the individual's freedom. It doesn't protect a group of people. It protects every single person's freedom. It even protects their property. Protects everything else. Yeah, here we got uh, a true definition. A constitutional republic is a state where the chief executive and representatives are elected and the rules are set down in a written constitution. Mm-hmm. So let's look up democracy. Get a true... Democracy <clears throat> is mostly like a popular kind of thing. It just says a system of government by whole the whole population or all the eligible members of a state, typically through elected representatives. But the thing is, okay, let's... Okay. I'm going to use your paper, paper for you. Capitalism somewhere. and democracy are ascendant in the third Yeah, but world. they want to group that together nowadays. So anyways, capitalism is just a form of, you know, economy. Okay, so for instance, let's see here. Let's just say if I make this your X here, okay? Okay, you have two X's, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, say, say this is your bike. Okay. You have all these people. Let's see how many circles I put here. Okay, so there's so there's nine people here, okay? And there's a bit like you you, you want to keep your bike, okay? Yeah. But they're saying, Oh, you gotta give it up, you gotta give it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But you're like, no, this is my bike. And Someone says, "All right, well, let's put it put it to a vote." So they all vote. They all vote against you, nine to one, in taking your bike. Guess what? They can take it then. Right. That's a democracy, Bike's right? Bike's gone. But in a constitutional republic, that bike is considered your property, mm-hmm. and the constitutional republic protects your property, your freedoms. So technically, since you paid legal tender for that bike. That is considered your property. Even if they vote in favor of taking it away, they cannot because the Constitution s- states that they cannot take it. They try to do so, Unless they violate the law. Unless it's a reasonable cause. Like if you're growing drugs or something well, like look, that. I'm just saying, you're... I'm just talking about it as a whole. You know, drugs right, and stuff, yeah, yeah. you know, that's different. We're not talking about that. Right? We're talking about the difference between democracy and Constitutional Republic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. If that bike is your property, you paid for it. It's yours. Right. Exactly. That's it. You have to, you know, like I said, legal tender. Not like dirty that, money, not like that. I mean, like actual, you worked your ass off to get money for that bike. Right. That's yours now. No, that's understandable. So these nine can't take it from you, even if they vote in majority to take it from you. Because mm. the Constitution says it's your property. They can't take it from you. Right, That's right. what the Constitutional Republic kind of is. <clears throat> so... They can start screaming the word, oh, 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 we're a democracy all they want. That's not what we are. 
because the founding fathers Republic. knew what would happen if we were a democracy. Okay. I wonder why. That's why they set up the electoral college for the presidency because they knew if these big cities got together, they would control the presidency forever. Mm-hmm. No one across the other United States, no one in Kansas or Oklahoma or states that don't have big cities, they wouldn't get a say. So the founding fathers designed it that way. But people are like, oh, he, oh, they got the popular vote. Don't care. There are systems in place, you know, that makes everyone have a fair say. Mm-hmm. And it forces the president to go to these areas, figure out what the problem is, recognize the needs of the people. It forces him to go to these places, to go to all these states, forces him to campaign everywhere to get an idea of what the people want in that area. And he can adjust his presidency to that, to those needs. All right. Now, okay, let's use Michigan, for example. Our governor. There's no electoral system at all for governor voting. It's all popular vote. So what sucks is I've seen maps where Michigan is all red, except for 13 counties. Those 13 counties have got Grand Rapids in it, Traverse City, Flint, Saginaw, Detroit, Marquette, all the big ones. All the big cities. And they all voted for Whitmer. Now think about that for a second. Those, so those 13 counties, just because those big cities with the most population, overruled the rest of us other counties that don't. Now granted, you know, we're over here. I'm in a big county. So technically, even if I voted red, <laughs> guess what? Wouldn't have mattered. Because we didn't have a fair we didn't have a fair say. Okay. So they should do an electoral college thing for governors as well because it would force the governors to go to these different counties, take a look at what needs to be done, what areas need to be fixed up, and it would make it more real. Instead of just sitting in these cities, oh, oh, uh, we have all the cities, cities in our back pocket, and eh, who cares? Plus, a lot of your big cities are all Democrat mayors too. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, all right. Well, we got our. We went kind of long into that little That's social right. media censorship stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, morning routines. Yeah, I suppose uh, I just kind of threw in some random stuff. I mean, it's not really that interesting. But everybody, everybody has their own morning routines. Some of them are well, most of them would probably be pretty similar. I guess. I mean, some people are. I got to work. I got to go to work six days a week. So right, but your routine is different though because you you shower backwards. Though most people shower in the morning before they I go to work. I do shower in the morning. I thought you showered at nighttime before. I you do. Oh, you see, you shower in the night and in the morning. Yeah. Okay, so that's a little kind of different. Yeah, most yeah. people don't do that. My wife wants me to take a shower before we go to bed. Oh, uh, you gotta have the you want to clean blankets and stuff. You don't be jumping in bed all sweaty and. Yeah, yeah that's how she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to take it in the morning because my hair's all messed up. Uh, right, yeah. So I hate it when my hair doesn't look all that great, even though it's my hair looking good right now. Looks pretty good to me. Are you sure? <laughs> so what? Um, so your wife does the same thing? Showers at night and in the morning too? I don't think she showers in the morning. How often do you guys wash your bedding then? Probably not very often because it's always so clean, huh? Mm, probably about once a week. Really? Oh, you, that's okay. Sometimes we'll stretch it to about I don't know, ten days. But to be honest, that's kind of how women women are. They they have um. They like keeping the bedding a lot uh, cleaner now, than what Now, like, men if do, we you know go I mean? and if we like go up north, and whatnot, we'll bring a second, like a second separate thing of sheets, and then mm-hmm. when we come back home, we'll wash them right after that. I have a question so for you. Then. What if you weren't married and it was your bed? How often would you wash those sheets? Well, dude, every fucking week. Really? You would too. You live with me. You know I washed our sheets every week. 
I didn't pay much attention. I mean, if it were me, I don't wash my bedding that much. Maybe once a month, you know, for me. But, I mean, it doesn't get that dirty, you know what I mean? I don't know. So this is the guy who's got a dog jumping all over him. Right now, it is pretty dirty. Not going to lie. It's, there's a lot of hair. I need to wash my bedding, like, oh, right good now. Lord. It's, uh, there's a lot of dog hair. i got to you know, get rid of that. And unfortunately. Good Lord, Luke. Good Lord. Oh, one of the uh, disadvantages of having a dog with, you know, big old fluffy fur coat is that the hair ends up, well, in my bed. Yeah. So... That and if she ends up stepping in something unfavorable, she's going to bring it right into my bed. Yep. Yeah. And the other day when you smelt something, uh, she actually passed gas. She didn't actually go to the bathroom anymore. So that dog farted? It sounded like she, that? It a- like that? Yeah. Oh, God. After you left, man, she did it again. Oh, and God. I smelt it, dude. And I was like, holy shoot, A.N. You know what I mean? Like, what did you eat? Oh, man. But that's what it was. It's like, all right, well, I mean, that made me feel better knowing that she didn't, like, go outside somewhere nearby where I was going to step in it. But yeah, she just had some really bad. So I should probably get you those videos we put it on the green screen, huh? Oh uh, yeah. Um, I, when I was at the bar uh, or the the pub last night editing the video, um, I forgot to bring my like drone footage and stuff because mm-hmm. I was gonna put some of the drone footage up on the green screens, but I didn't. I, it's all on my external hard drive, but I forgot it, so the video didn't end up as cool or as I expected. Mm-hmm. And the pictures of Matt were kind of small, so it was hard to position them on there just right. But I did my best. Well, you still have 10 it. But I think with the new green screen we got now, we could, you know. Yeah, I ended up getting a 8 by 4 particle board. I had to cut it down to 42 inches by 70.5 inches. A little bit bigger still than what I thought, but. It, it turned works. out nice. This is, uh, I told Jackson this was a pretty good idea. He came yeah, up with a good after idea. After he was doing fighting that. me on it, oh, we really shouldn't be going through the whole action. I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, because we want my shirt. We're in a, this is a shed podcast. Yeah, people gotta know we're in a freaking shed. Yeah. So before, if you watch any of the the previous videos, you'll see that the green screen pretty much covers the entire wall back here, and you can't really tell we're in a shed because all there is is just green screen. But now that Jackson's great idea here of creating the green screen behind us now. It's sized in a way to where you can actually see the shed and the surrounding area around us. Putting this ticket was tricky. Yeah. Oh, my it, God. That was tricky. Well, it's balanced. You got to balance Well, no, not only that, though, because I got screws in here. Mm-hmm. You don't see it because I have it behind the fabric. I had to staple it on the bottom first, make sure it was tight down here. As it was hanging down, mm-hmm. I put four screws in the center, one in, one in, or two in the middle. I think it's vertical mm-hmm. and two going horizontal to hold it. You know, to keep the angle in place. Then I had to somehow fold it because I still had enough enough reach to get the um, green screen to go around the top. Uh-huh. And I had to staple the rest, but that was not easy. It turned out good, though. Dude. I did not want to drill through the fabric. Right, yeah. That was hard. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So, tricky. I mean, now it'd be pretty cool if we had some kind of like a gaming session podcast episode. I was, you could, you I could was put the just game right talking, there, dude. It'd fit I perfectly s- on I that. sent you that text, dude. We could be here playing right. Sins of a Solar Empire, okay? I have this program here, which, which you probably can't download. Mm-hmm. For me, oh no! That's probably, that was for our favorite toy sub. Yeah, segment. we haven't gotten to that yet. <laughs> Shoot. We're getting there, though. I'll pick one. There we go. I haven't had this guy since I was a kid. Yeah. For those of you that aren't watching the video and you're just listening in, he tipped over his Gundam toy. Because we're going to get to a, a part here where we're going to talk about our favorite childhood toys here in a minute. Okay, so um, anyways, I have this program called the Xbox Game Bar. So you won't get that for your Mac. So you got to find something to record your screen on. Right. Because what it does is any kind of computer game that I'm playing, 
there is a capture button here, right? Well, if we played a two-player game, we could just connect straight to yours. We could both play on it with the two-player. Well, we couldn't do that with. But we could do with sins though. No. no. So anyway, so I can start recording. I could record the whole game until we're ready to just call it quits for the day. Mm -hmm. And then if you re if you record your screen, okay, yeah. we could have both of us duking it out, you know, and we'll have plastic here. You always had to change different screens every so often. Right. Put up on here. So so if I want to be sneaky and stuff, it'll be me. But you won't see, you know, and you won't you you you, you <clears throat> won't see any of it come until you actually edit the video. I think that'd be that'd be kind of fun, like to do that every now and then. Do like maybe old arcade video games, like Mortal Kombat or something. We can kind of duke it out up there because right. you can. Cause the match doesn't last that long. I, I right? even have some Game Boy games on here that we can play Mario or some shit. Yeah, for sure. Blast it up on here. But to like, yeah, just a quick little session, man, where I can just like kick your butt real quick and then be on our way. You know, but now, but like something... I said, but like I said, I said in the those other couple episodes ago, I have that Game Boy reader. Right. If people would want, if if I can get get more Game Boy games again, mm -hmm. I can save them straight on my computer, and we can play them all, plaster them on this thing. Yeah, like that'd be, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. But yeah. I gotta get a hold of your brothers because apparently your mom says it's in a storage unit. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I want, but to be honest, if you want to buy a bunch of games, you could probably just go on eBay, dude. Dude, they're so cheap. Game Boy games are so expensive now on eBay. Really? Oh my god, yeah. yeah I figured that'd be cheap. Quick. Yeah, remember all those old Pokemon games we all used to play when we were kids? Yeah. Oh, there are so many counterfeit ones of those now, dude. Let me look it up real quick. They're becoming retro, man. I know. Everybody wants to go back and get all See, the look, right stuff. here. This is on uh, eBay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's loading up. Oh, we never did bring your internet. Oh, yes, we did. Okay. What's wrong with that one? That's not how red version looked. Yeah, people are you copy them, slapping a sticker on there and mm -hmm. selling them. Yeah, that's how that did look. That's how that looked. Hmm. Oh look, in a in a green version, there was no such thing as a Pokemon green version. How Not, much are those? This one says it's four twenty six. Okay, but that Game Boy reader that I have connected to my computer, mm -hmm. it will detect if these things are, um, fake or you know, not real cartridges. Right. Because, look, they never had a Venus 4 version of that. That wasn't until Game Boy Advance where they had Leaf Green. Hmm. And, then, and then they had something called Fire Red. But they never had it. But they never had a blue version for the Game Boy Advance because that became Leaf Green. But, look, there's one right here. Huh. I mean, yeah, you, you could definitely tell that, that, tell that that's counterfeit. Yeah. Like, look at all these things right here. Look at this. Multi-game cartridge for Game Boy Color. You can put other games on here. Okay. See, which would be pretty good for my little... See, transparent white. See, for my little Game Boy reader, I can upload the games back onto the cartridge. I can download the whole game file and the save file, separate things. Mm -hmm. So if I had this thing, I could put all those on that and play it on my Game Boy Advance that I still have. I still have the whole Game Boy Advance SP. Yeah, there's so many stuff on here. Like even this one. This is a Super Nintendo one. Look at this. Yeah. You can put different games on that one. Plug it in. Hmm. They are gonna come out with an NES reader here soon too. But still, just but yeah. If you want, if you want the real games though, dude. Oh my God. They're like, look at this one. This one was seventeen hundred. Cause look, that is the real stuff right here. Seventeen hundred bucks. Cause look, see, it was all pixel. It was all sparkly. Mm -hmm. Silver version was. There's the original. There's ruby red. Emerald. Oh, why has he got different emeralds? 
See, look, there's fire red. I, ha I have that one, and yeah. I have the sapphire. And there's leaf green. But if you go on these original, look, there's crystal. So these two were Gen 2. But he doesn't have the... Uh... Oh, he's got the SPs and stuff. Oh, he's got all the. He's got the actual consoles. Yeah, in there he's got too. the actual consoles too. Yeah. But look, he's he's got Game Sharks, dude. Oh, remember Game Shark? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. man, I remember Game Shark? Yeah. But yeah. I can mm. see why it's reasonable for once seventeen hundred. Right. Huh. But yeah, it's just it's just crazy how much those retro games are now, and now some of them are counterfeit. Remember that one game I bought at the uh, festival? Yeah. I bought that Mario game. I have that now on here, hmm. nice. which is pretty freaking sweet. Oh yeah. So just that's what I wanted to do is collect all the all that old stuff and stuff. But yeah, if we definitely did like a a segment called you know gaming with the shindiggers, stick it up up on there, we'll play it here, edit it and put it over there. Right. But if we're in a live version, if we're doing it live, that's gonna be hard to do. But hey, yeah, it'd be fun. It would be. It would be. But yeah, it's just crazy how much things are anymore. I know. Everything's so dang expensive, dude. Heck, man, if I wanted to, I could just give you random videos from my Xbox recording and you just stick it in there while we're just talking about random stuff. Could, yeah. I mean... Like, like, like you throw all my Star Trek Online stuff up there if you wanted to. Right, right. Yes, sir. Or any Star Wars things or something, but you just can't have no sound for it because obviously we're talking. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think we should uh, finish this off with, uh, I guess we'll talk about some childhood toys. Well, how much time time we got left? Uh, we're at 57 minutes. Well, we still got to do favorite YouTubers, so we'll do favorite YouTubers last. But, yeah, favorite toys as a kid, Luke, go for it. Favorite toy? I mean, I, got, I brought up a web page here of some of the toys that I had when I was a kid. There's some toys here that I actually wanted but never actually got. Do you remember the, um, what was it, the Creepy oh. Crawler's Bug Machine? You remember that yeah, at all? Yeah, I remember that, but that, well, yeah. that wasn't something I wanted to get. That was something I was wanted but never got. Oh, dude, the light brights. The light bright, obviously. Dude, you Everybody can build, I have seen, there's at this, uh, Children's Museum, dude. They had a huge wall of light brights. Oh, that'd be but cool. But the, the things were huge. Let me find oh, it real okay. quick. It was a crazy expensive, but you can make it your own. But that and uh, what do we got? The Power Ranger toys, obviously. I remember having those when I was younger. Oops. <laughs> Super Soaker water guns. Those were a thing. I don't know if, they're, if they still make those at all. Look at this. This is a large light bright here. Look at the size of those. Oh yeah. See? Yeah, those are huge. Huh. They're all they all have like spring spring loaded holes mm -hmm. that keeps the lid the flap shut until yep. you put the peg in. I see. I was I was thinking about Mary making this for my girl down one that had the basement finished. Uh -huh. Put this on that one wall there by the staircase. Yeah. That'd be but cool. I have I seen like, like children's museums have bigger ones than this, dude. Hmm. Oh yeah. this guy just used uh little jars but these things are actually pegs there's an actual light bright company that does all these things look at this one eh, it doesn't load in very well yeah this is right here how to make a giant light bright for 300 bucks but yeah light bright was something i played a lot when i was a kid dude i, I think i should get like a small one a small one for my girl she'd enjoy it Right. Yeah, I don't know if I didn't ever I never used light bright a whole lot. I mean I remember everybody had one. You know what I mean? But I never I never had one. So never, what else what else did you have? Oh, what else did I have? I feel like back in the day another talk boy, the talk boy was pretty popular on the time Home Alone I don't, came out. I don't out. remember that one, but Do you remember from the movie at least, Home Alone? 
I had to rewatch it again, but yes, I remember the movie, but I don't remember every aspect of it. Oh, oh wait, did it have that stick thing that you were talking to the mic for? Yeah. Yeah, you had one of those. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's one of the my childhood toys, man. After watching <laughs> Home Alone, you know, every kid kind of wanted one of those because you could talk into it, and then yeah. it would, you know, it replay, and you could change the voice to like yeah. deep or something, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I wasn't sure it looked like that. Yeah, yours was like a black or blue color. Yeah. And then there's the uh, Pogs, obviously, were huge. That was more so when I was in middle oh, school. Oh, yeah, dude. You were huge into Pogs. Remember, you had a big old stack, dude. Oh, yeah. That was like I a, never understood stood the concept of that game, though. It was a weird phenomenon, because it didn't last long. It seemed like it only lasted it a couple years, and it up. disappeared, dude. It blew up, and just just gone. Yeah. It's just one of those fads, Just you know? like with the Atari. That yeah. blew up, and then gone. Well, it's crazy that it just disappeared, though. I feel, I feel like it's a, it's a pretty good... I, don't know, I, I never understood how you played that. Basically, you just set uh, you set your pogs down, but you set them upside down, and everybody who you're playing with, they set them on a stack. So you stack them all up, mm-hmm. and then you use your slammers, which is a big metal pog, essentially, you know what I mean, okay. of different thicknesses, and you take it and you kind of hit the edge of the pogs, mm-hmm. and they flip over. And if whatever ones that flip over, you get you get to keep. So everybody has their own pogs. Like you can get, dude, they got like Power Ranger pogs, Looney Tune pogs. Like you can get some cool pogs. So that's probably why I died out because they all played for keeps. Yeah, it was, yeah. You always play for keeps. That's how it works, man. So huh. you, you get other people's pogs. You you keep theirs, and then even yeah. though they paid for it, you right? Keep, nah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. sound like fun. Uh, I I thought it was awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when you you're a kid. I mean, even now, dude. If I could find some people to play pogs, I would meet up at coffee shops. Dude, have Pokemon tournaments. Pokemon cards too. were huge back when I was in elementary school. Pokemon cards, yeah, those are pretty big. I never got huge. big into those, but I had some friends that were pretty big into yeah, those. Yeah, I remember they started going through uh, lockers back in elementary schools, and if they found any in the kids' lockers, they'd, they'd confiscate it. Damn. Yeah, hmm. it was huge. Back but was that an actual game though? It was a card you just, game, you yeah. just collected... Okay, it was an actual oh, yeah, game. Wait, you could play a game with it. I remember your mom got uh, a game for her old gateway computer. Hmm. You actually had to, it actually taught you the rules how to play the game through the computer, and you, you know... Hmm. Yeah, it's like a scenario-based kind of okay. chance game. Anyways, what else? Uh, we got the Tamagotchi. That was pretty popular for a short amount of time. Um, the Tamagotchi was just like a, your own personal pet, a digital pet. Yeah, I didn't like those. And you like raise those it and stuff weird. and feed it and, you know... So there was that. Um, yeah, and if it died, it died. <laughs> yeah, and if it died, then obviously you'd, I guess you'd start all over again, you know. And uh, but those were some of the, like the main uh, toys, I guess. I used to have um, a lot of Ninja Turtle toys and stuff. But uh, oh, you had oh you had an eight ball one time. Eight ball, Magic yeah, eight ball. dude. Everybody's had an eight ball. It seems like <clears throat> Stretch Armstrong. That was a toy that I always wanted but never ended up getting. I don't know why, though, because it's so stupid. Is that, what, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what the heck are you going to do? You just stretch them out. You just stretch them out. That's, that's what you do, man. Stretch Armstrong. Oh, man. <laughs> but then the commercials, they make it look so fun. Dude. I that, know. That's what, that's what makes you want to get it's it. It's all that marketing, dude. Yeah, that's what dude. they do. They target you. Yeah, you watch those kids on the commercial pulling it, stretching his arms and their legs, and like, oh, man, that looks like so much fun, dude. And then you get it, and you're like, eh, hey, eh, whatever, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's all about that, that marketing aspect, dude, for sure. So. What about you, man? What kind of toys did you... I mean, you got a... You remember the old Lincoln Log toys, dude? Lincoln Log toys. You ever played Lincoln Log... Oh, what? I don't think so. What? I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably know it when I see people it if you bring even up made, a picture or something. People have even made uh, life-size ones out of pool noodles. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let me find Lincoln Logs. I used to play with them over at my grandparents' house up, up north. Uh, I had uh, a lot of female These friends. things, dude. Look, remember? It came in a big old barrel right there. Oh yeah, yeah. The okay. Lincoln Logs, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was seen. I have seen YouTube videos of parents taking pool noodles and they'll chisel out the edges like you see here. Right. And they'll make them like then they can stack 
and they could make them. Now, uh, what they did, did 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 for the <clears> roofs, <throat> they would use poodles, yeah, mm-hmm. but they would put string through it so that way they wouldn't ever come apart because the roof was always a different piece. So these parents are building structures for their kids with pool noodles. But they're shaping them like Lincoln logs. Like okay. I said, like do you see how there's like curved like cutouts yeah, to the yeah. stacked logs? Uh-huh. That's what they were doing with their utility knives. They're cutting out parts of the foam mm. so you can stack it, and they would like spray paint it brown stuff, and their kids would love it. Well, that's cool. Now, uh, l- well, now let me look at the. Yeah, I remember Lincoln logs a lot when I was. I mean, that'd certainly be a lot cheaper than building something out of wood. I think, right? I don't know how much those noodles are, but I bet they're not very much. <sighs> What's it called? And I was, was going to point out that a lot of females, uh, younger girls, uh, when I was younger, they always had the beanie babies. That was kind of pretty popular. I mean, some guys, I guess, uh, young, young boys had them too. But See, someone here, they use PVC tubing here for these, but look. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so, so, some guy did the PVC pipes. So, you know, you can do it any way you want, which is freaking awesome. Hmm. Let me look it up for... I want you to see it. Okay. Lincoln Log Toys. Pool Noodle. Did you ever have a Tickle Me Elmo? Look at that, see? Oh, wait. Okay. Shoot. You have to look at the freaking... But yeah, but as you can see, see? You can right. do all kinds of stuff yep. with pool noodles, see? Huh. I don't have a Pinterest account, so I can't look at all these. But yeah, they were making like life-size stuff, man, with it. So, neat. yeah, Lincoln Logs was something that we played a lot when we were kids, dude. I mean, a lot. Like, you had all these different barrels and all these different stuff, and it. it was pretty cool. I I was more of a Lego kind of sewer, man. I loved Legos. I well, yeah, who didn't have Legos? Legos dude. Yeah. yeah, we all had Legos, too. I just, yeah. The Star Wars set was just coming out when I was just getting out of the age of Legos. Mm. I remember I used to have a NASCAR one. Remember that one? Mm. It was a Mark Martin Pit Stop one. You can't find those anywhere. I remember I had one. I had it on my... Uh, dresser, but I don't know whatever happened to it. Let me try. Let me, let me see if they have it on here. I wonder. I feel like it might be tricky to find Mark Martin stuff now since he's uh, Mark Martin Lego pit stop set. It seems like after he retired, like our family just stopped watching NASCAR. Yeah. Right here, Luke's what I actually had it was legit this set, hmm. but it wasn't a Mega Bloks. It was a uh, Lego. Let me try to find it. Yep. See. Okay. There's a car. Yeah. I had the whole pit stop thing. And I would have it on top of the dresser in my in my room. But I don't know whatever happened to it. Hmm. I don't know if I made my dad mad or something and he just tossed it. I don't know. I never knew whatever happened to it. Because I would like to have it with the rest of my other Mark Martin stuff I have in the basement. Because right. I, I used to have all the flags and stuff that your dad gave me. Yeah. I even bought a new die-cast model at a garage sale a couple years ago. Hmm. But, oops. And then, yeah, so I had the Lego sets and stuff. Yeah. Andrew had a sail ship, like a big one. Hmm. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, dude. And, but if you stepped to one of those things, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, the end of the world. Do you know how many pounds you. of force it takes to break a standard six Probably brick? a lot. Probably a lot. They put it under a press, 360 pounds. Wow. Just to break it. Hmm. And then another one was, of course, the Gundam figurines. Those were the those were the, the bees and knees back then, but we didn't have a collection as much as Gregory did. Really, I never realized he had much of a collection of those. Okay, you got to take a look noticed. at photos when you go back to your parents' house again, because holy crap, dude, hmm. the whole house was layered with them. Huh. Remember, 
We had Gregory's army men. We had the Gundams everywhere. We had more army men. More Gundams everywhere. I remember the army men. Not so much the Gundams. But remember, we had them all over the kitchen. This is, this is before your parents re- re- redid the kitchen. Remember mm. how they used to have the yeah. bar? Yep. We had them all over the place. And if Uncle Rod and Debbie are listening, they're probably laughing at this right now. We had them all over the living room. I'm surprised you didn't see it. No. Wow. I think I think Rod had, had to have taken some pictures of it. At least huh. some. Because holy crap, dude. We had... Wow. <laughs> I don't know where Gregory kept all those toys after they cleaned them up. I don't know, but holy crap. That whole house was filled with them. And we were actually playing with them all. We were like all doing like our own battles and stuff. Hmm. Uncle Rod was kind of impressed. <laughs> I actually didn't know uh, my brother was a big Gundam fan, to be honest. Yeah, Gregory? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Didn't know. Yeah, huh. we all had Gundams, dude. I was more better with the Wing Zero. Okay. That's what we see right there. To, to be honest, I don't know nothing about Gundam. I've never seen the shows. I've... Well, I, the original Gundam came out back in my dad's day. Hmm. Like the original Gundam. What's like, kind of like the storyline? What's the is it like? Tra- they're like Transformers or something? Or what well, the original. Okay, well, there's different ones. There, there's some of them besides ones that takes place in different time periods. Are they aliens? No, they're all human. Oh, they're humans. They're pilots, dude. Oh, okay. So they're just. In the mobile this, suits, this... a robot that you pilot. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so the very first gun, gun that came out, it was called the One Year War. The the, the gif image you sent me this morning, on mm-hmm. the glasses coming on him, yeah. that was Char Aznable. Okay. He piloted the red mobile suits. Mm. His enemy was Amaro Ray, who piloted the first Gundam okay. of the series. But yeah, I, I remember watching Gundam Wing back in 94. Mm. Yeah, that one came out back in 94. That was when, like... <clears throat> but that was like a different time period. Didn't really... So it was like one of those spinoff ones. Okay. And do they still make episodes or what? Mm-hmm. They do? I think they're a little weird now. Okay. Because they have pieces that like somehow magnetically attach to the mobile suit. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Just like with Star Trek. Like they're going with uh, stuff where like the engine cells are just magnetically attached. But they're not actually connected. You see like, you see, like a gap between pieces. Well, it makes it's, sense it's, though. It's, I mean, it's kind of like the technology you see now with like charging cell phones. Yeah, but the the charging cell phones still have to make contact with the thing, with the the plate. These things aren't making contact at all, but yet they're still flying with the ship. It's weird. So, but yeah, just... Gundam has gotten... I haven't really watched any ones. I just don't think anyone anyone can beat what Gundam Wing was. Okay. That one was also like a one-year kind of conflict, but... That was a a pretty good show. It only had 40 episodes, and... But yeah, this one was back from in the nineties when I when I got this thing as a kid. Now I got the master grade models where they've changed the look of them a little bit more, but yeah. Hmm. And they've never came out with a movie at all. It's just shows. they did, but they changed the look of them, which was huh. stupid. Okay. So the models that they came out for the master grade, they made it look like the originals with the movie, and they mixed them up together. So it looks like the movie ones, but they got the colors of the TV show one. I, I don't know why they changed the look of them in the movie. It was stupid. Hmm. I'll show you. Let's see here. <clears throat> Images. So here's the original wing Gundam, okay? <clears throat> if it loads. You might think we got dial-up internet in here, huh? I guess All so. The smokes. Yeah. Okay. This was the first Gundam. Gets blown up. 
Okay. So, well, I think it got blown up twice because he self-destructed it, and then later on it was destroyed by a beam. Then, then they started piloting this one, which is the Wing Zero. But in the movie, they changed it to look like this. Oh, that's quite a change. Way too yeah. much of a change. Wow. Stupid. Hmm. This is what they call the Wing Gundam Custom. Okay. Looks like it has angel wings. Yeah. Compared yeah. to the Wing Zero, where it just had the wings in the back, as you see here. Right. But yeah, that's way, yeah. That looks way better. But in the mo- but in the, the Master Grade that they're doing now, they kind of mix the two. They mix, they mix this one. Hang on. They mix this one. With this one, or the wing gun them. I mean, oh, that's wing zero. They mix the wing gun them with the wing zero custom, mm-hmm. and you get this one. Hmm. Okay. See, it still has the it still has the framework, as you can tell. See, it has the framework of here, right? But it has the all the colors of this. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, but, but yeah, look at all these different ones that they have here, dude. It's crazy what they all got here nowadays. Right. But yeah, I'm trying to get the whole Gundam wing set for the Master Grade models because those same things took me takes me forever to build those things. Like, it, like the white one I have in my uh, cabinet took me like 11 hours to build that thing. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. How so, many yeah. more do you have to buy to get the whole set? Probably like three more. Okay, nice. Ain't too bad then. You're almost there. All right, what do you think, man? Favorite YouTubers. Favorite YouTubers. I mean, to be honest, I don't watch YouTube a whole lot. I just kind of jotted that down as just a topic of conversation. Perhaps you have more favorite YouTubers. Oh, yeah, especially one. All right, what do you got, Jackson? They're called Team Four Star. Team Four Star. What are they, like gamers or something? Um, Voice actors, actually. Voice actors. They're redoing the uh, whole Dragon Ball series. Revoicing it, okay. And it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> like Vegeta starts beating the crap out of Cell, okay. And Cell yells at Vegeta, like, "Oh, you think you're so cute?" And Vegeta's like, "Bitch, I'm adorable." <laughs> like it, it's just funny dialogue like that. And so right, it's just like video games they choose. They even did just... like a revoicing of Final Fantasy VII. Hmm. It's hilarious. Huh. So. Like, like they made, you know, Tifa, you know how she was the punch and kicker lady? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made her into, like, a psycho crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking die! You know, it was, it was just funny. Huh. Funny stuff. I'm going to have to check that out then. I'm oh, dude, it, that is that. a funny YouTube channel. And there's another one called Demolition Ranch. That guy's cool. Demolition like he, Ranch. Like, he's got this big old titanium square plate. And he's shooting at it. See if bullets will dent titanium. It's like gotta be like a whole like two inches thick or maybe maybe three or. He keeps going up and up and up. He keeps getting a bigger, a bigger bullet, bigger bullet, bigger bullet. Then he gets to a fifty caliber gun. He has to have that thing mounted onto the back of his pickup truck because he's got so much kickback. He shoots it. All he did was all he did was just dent it. Hmm. So yeah. So yeah. What's going on? Yeah, another dog with with, with Aeon, Luke. Is he what? Yeah, there's another dog dog with Aeon. That's all right. They can play. <laughs> all right, well, all right. Well, that's it for me. So, all right, uh, as far as the uh, YouTubers, I don't know. I 
lately, um, I've been watching uh, Redacted, which is kind of a, a political type of channel, though. It kind of keeps you up to date on uh, what's going on politically in the world. Well, maybe we should just wrap it up, though. we got a couple dogs outside barking, yep. so we're going right. to get well, that situated. Again, this is the morning podcast. Have a happy Sunday. See you later. All right. Good day, folks. Good day.